Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. Sir, I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. David Wagner is a predator I've caught who fits into the template I talk about all the time in speeches, in this podcast, during the investigations themselves. Because David, when I first laid eyes on him in 2000. Six, December of that year in Flagler Beach, Florida between Jacksonville and Daytona Beach did not stick out of a crowd he didn't have the word predator tattooed across his forehead and had you run into him in a mall, at a gas station at a convenience store nothing would have cried out to you that this guy was trouble. But the story of David Wagner is important, startling, worth talking about here in this episode, because it wasn't just a one-off for David Wagner. These guys always say, I've never done this before. I wasn't really going to hook up with a girl. I was just going to 
check on the child, the boy or girl. I was going to be a good Samaritan. I wouldn't have really gone through with it. I would have chickened out. All that you've heard so many times. All that I've heard so many times. But here's the thing about David Wagner. He actually surfaced in our Greenville, Ohio investigation in March of 2006. Dark County. He was chatting online with a decoy from Perverted Justice, posing as a young girl. And it was explicit. But David never showed up during the Greenville investigation. We had a number of guys who didn't show up. We thought maybe word got out locally. We had a number of guys who did show up. Some memorable ones, as you've seen and heard about in this podcast. So David Wagner dodged a bullet in Ohio. But guess what David Wagner did then? This boxer, he was a fighter, competed, actually gets a job transfer. And he moves from Ohio to Jacksonville, Florida. That's right. Jacksonville, Florida, which is not far from our sting operation in December 2006 in Flagler Beach. And guess what happens to David? David gets online, starts chatting with another perverted justice decoy, this time posing as a 13-year-old girl named Jenna, has a very explicit chat, and I'll get into that in just a moment here, drives more than an hour to our sting house in Flagler Beach to meet a 13-year-old girl. And he talks to me. Clean-cut guy, 24 years old at the time. And he's arrested. And I'll get into this detail by detail shortly. But while he's out on bond, awaiting court proceedings in the Flagler Beach case, guess what happens? He gets caught having sex with an actual 14-year-old girl in Jacksonville. So he almost gets caught in Ohio. He gets caught in Flagler Beach in a sting. And if there was any question as to whether or not he would have done something had I not been there, had the police not been there, had perverted justice not been there, and a girl had been there, well, that question was removed when he actually got arrested for physically having sex with a 14-year-old girl in Jacksonville. The chat that he has with the perverted justice decoy posing as Jenna is quite explicit. And there's no doubt that David Wagner knows the girl is 13. His screen name at the time is Dave Cruz 2003. The perverted justice decoy posing as the 13-year-old girl has a screen name of Jen is Jenna. 
How old are you? Says Jenna's Jenna. 23, Dave Cruz 2003 says. You, he asks. I'm 13. Am I too old for you? He asks. Nah. Are you close to Jacksonville? Not too far. That's cool. So what's up? Not much. Just chilling. You? Same. What you want to know about me? He asks. Um, are you Dave? Yes. Cool. I'm Jenna. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. This all starts as grooming 101. It goes to advanced level very soon. I might be a psycho killer, though, he says. LOL. Uh-oh. Are you, she asks. No. LOL. Phew, she says. And the chit-chat continues. He says he's in sales and marketing. I love my job, actually, he says. Awesome, says the girl. You're the first guy I said that. I've been watching to see what jobs are good. What do you like to do, she asks. Anything and everything, really. Wow, that's cool. I love sports. I box and wrestle. Love watching sports, but love doing anything else. You play sports, she asks. Boxing and wrestling, mainly boxing. I'm going to fight amateur again in 2007. I've been training. Wow, you must be strong. I hit hard, he says. I'm not really built, though. You knocked the guys out, she asks. LOL, of course. Wow. Then he brags. 28, no. With 21 knockouts. Oh, my God, that's cool, she says. He's talking to a 13-year-old girl. That was my record when I fought a few years ago, he says. That's so awesome. Never chatted with a guy who boxes. But yeah, I boxed and debuted as a pro wrestler back in April. Wow, awesome. You still do it? Sort of. Haven't since I've moved here. Oh, where did you live? Ohio. Ohio. Well, well, well. Do you think he has any suspicion at this point? Anything in the back of his mind? Chatting with another teen girl, just like he did in Ohio, where he just moved from, that... He escaped one sting only to get nabbed in another? More about this predator I've caught in a moment. This episode of Predators I've Caught is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com. Even though the pandemic and the stresses related to it uh, are starting to pass in most parts of the country, stress is still a part of our everyday life. And one of the options you have, and it's a good one, and I've talked to many people who've used this option, is online therapy. BetterHelp.com has therapists who are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. It makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, accessible anywhere, and 100% online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hanson. Got relocated by my company. 
I worked at an office in Ohio. They needed help in Jacksonville, so I came here. I got all kinds of bonuses. And then he asks, knowing that the girl is 13, would you like to meet sometime? You mean you? Yeah, might be cool, she says. You free this weekend? It's moving pretty quickly. Now, this is just a matter of minutes into this conversation. But he doesn't want to commit to coming over. Maybe he figured out that he had dodged a bullet in Ohio. So he pursues having the girl come over and hang out at his place. So you should come over and hang out tomorrow. Oh, it'd be nice, she says. But Grandpa would probably wonder, LOL. Dave Cruz, 2003, says, It'll be all right. Just tell him you're going to see a friend. Or a friend is picking you up. Maybe sometime when he's not around, she says. When would that be? He's putting the pressure on now. You want my number so you can call if you can hang out? He's setting the pick here. With a 13-year-old girl. Again, you should come hang out over here. You think you'll be able to come over today? How about tomorrow? And then we could hang out next weekend? Now, this is after Jenna says that Grandpa may be gone the following weekend. She says, have to see. Well, let me pick you up then. LOL. Oh, would be cool, but Grandpa's here. She reminds him. So who knows how many different conversations he's got going on with teen girls. But he's very focused on this one. He explains that he lives near the beach, Jacksonville Beach. More chit-chat about what he's going to do that evening. He got a pre-made turkey. He's going to cook a bunch of stuff tomorrow, he says. He says, you should come over and make it for me sometime. He's pressing. He wants to know about Sunday as a possibility. This is around Thanksgiving time. Again, she reminds him that she's 13. And then he dispenses with the holiday meal preparation and gets right down to it. You a virgin? Yeah. Do you masturbate at all? Not really. Do you get horny at all? Maybe, lol. Don't be shy, he says. You can tell me. Yeah, right. Every girl does it. Really? Yeah? Yeah, he says. Haven't you ever touched yourself there or anything? I do, he says. She says, I did a couple times. Do you just rub it or put your fingers in it? Rubbed. Did you make yourself come? Don't think so, she says. Have you ever put your fingers inside? Nah. Has a boy ever licked it? Now, here we go. He's telling a 13-year-old girl this. I can move my tongue really fast. Would you let me lick it, he asks. Might be cool, she says. Would you like to play with my cock? Yes. Would you want me to put it in you, he says. Hmm, that would be nice. We need to do that sometime, he says. As soon as you can. This weekend, maybe. He's pushing now. He's trying to close his deal. You wouldn't tell anyone you fucked me, would you? Now, this is probing. Clearly. 
I don't know, she says. Do you get your period yet? <sighs> Have to use condoms, he says. I'm so horny right now, he says. My cock is really hard, just from talking about all this with you. Wish you were here so you could stroke it. Don't you? Might be cool, she says. Do you have a cam? Nah, sorry. And he goes on to talk about what he's doing to himself in detail. Sends a pic of his penis. Asks if that makes the 13-year-old girl horny. Continues to talk about stroking himself. Asks, would you take care of me? Make me come. And continues to push for a weekend visit. Next Friday, then, he asks. Would you be able to stay the night at all? He wonders. So he goes back and forth between wanting to go visit her and stay and picking her up and bringing her to his place. He then tells her that she should start playing with herself so it doesn't hurt as much the first time they have sex. Asks whether or not she's got pubic hair. Calls her a sexy little girl. When do you turn 14, he wants to know. December 21st. And then he reiterates, and we won't be able to tell anyone for about four years. So as if he's actually going to continue this relationship, which is clearly not going to happen. He asks again, would you fuck me though? I'll do everything with you this weekend. Finger you, lick you, fuck you, everything. Okay, she says. You alone right now? Grandma's home, she says talks about the size of his penis, whether or not she would swallow during oral sex. Pushing and pushing and pushing. And then it comes as no surprise that David Wagner shows up at our sting house right across the street from the beach. We see him coming. After he walks up in, at the house, he sees the on-site decoy, an attractive young blonde woman who looks younger than she is. She greets him at the door. There's chit-chat. He likes the house. It's pretty cool. It's a beach bungalow, but it's right across the street from the beach. Hey, you look you right can, on the beach. Yeah, you can have a seat right there. I just got to finish packing. You can get like a Diet Coke and whatever you want. I'll be back in just a minute. So the ruse is that she's going to finish packing and then leave with him to go to his place. She walks into the back room. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. What's happening? Nothing much. Yeah? What you doing here? Uh, just uh, checking the place out. Were you thinking of buying it? or? Uh, no, no, I'm just no. looking, really. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there like an open house going on today? Now he's going to try and play it cool. Mr. Clean Cut Predator says he's just checking the place out, indicating that maybe he's looking for a beachfront property. He asks if there's an open house. Well, there is an open house. There has been for a few days and will be for a few more. But the open house is for predators I've caught or will catch. And he's one of them. Wagner tries to convince me that Jenna is a friend. They were just chatting online. He just popped over. Well, there is sort of an open house going on, but it's sort of a different open house. 
Okay. I was just visiting a friend, Jenna. And how did you meet uh, Jenna? Well, we were just talking online and stuff. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Now he's going to try and make a smooth getaway. Gets up from the stool at the countertop and starts to slink his way towards the door. But I'm not going to let him get away. Wagner tells me they were just talking about sports. That's when he starts heading towards the door. Just come here one second before you take off. And do me. I ask him to come back, and he does. I ask him to take his hands out of his pockets, just because I don't know what he has in there. And he complies. Sure, he says. How old is Jenna? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, actually. I've got the chat log. Okay. So you should probably start telling the truth. Okay. How old is Jenna? Uh, 14, I think. 13, 14. 13. And how old are you? Uh, 24. And what's a 24-year-old doing looking to be with a 13? Well, I'm not looking to be with her. We were just talking and stuff. What were you talking about? Uh, just all kinds of stuff. You a virgin? Yeah. Do you masturbate at all? Not really. Do you get horny at all? Maybe. Now, he clearly doesn't anticipate that I'm going to have the transcripts where he talks all about sex, all about the things he wants to do to the 13-year-old Jim. You can tell me. Every girl does it. No, I was just messing around, joking around. Just messing around with the 13-year-old girl. Not really planning on anything, really. You don't know what you're missing. I'm stroking my right now and looking at your pics. At this point, He starts to look away. He gets twitchy. He scratches his forehead above his eyebrow. I wish I knew then that he had actually surfaced in our Dark County, Ohio investigation. Can you imagine having that information right then and there to be able to confront him with that that transcript? He'll face justice, though. Then a light bulb goes off in his head, claiming he left his lights on outside in his car. Swears he's going to be back. Well, I don't think that's going to be his plan. I need to turn the battery off in my car. I swear I'll be right back. I'm, I'm, my car's going to die. I'm serious. Why did you leave the lights on your car anyway? You were going to pick this girl up? Uh, yeah. And take her where? Uh, I don't know, just around there. Just around the area. You were going to pick up a 13-year-old girl and just ride around. Yeah. So he gets up and he's not going to come back this time. But before he leaves, I want to make sure he knows exactly who I am. I'll be right back. Before you go, let me just tell you something. But Wagner doesn't wait to hear my introduction. He walks out the side door of our beach house and into the waiting arms of Flagler Beach Police. So are you requesting to have an attorney present during any questioning? Yes. In the moment, Wagner asks for a lawyer. He lawyers up. And that's 
really the end of the interrogation with the Flagler Beach police. But what we also have as evidence, and he has no idea, he's not thinking about this at this point, is that we have a phone conversation between Wagner and the decoy. As graphic as the online chat between David Wagner and the perverted justice decoy became, once he gets on the phone, he's all business. He just wants to get this done. He wants to figure out exactly how far away he's going to have to drive to pick up this 13-year-old girl and take her back to his place to have sex. And in the phone conversation, it's very matter-of-fact. Hello. Hi, this is Dave. Yes, What's up? Not much. What's going on? Nothing. Is this Jenna? Huh? Is this Jenna? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I meant to tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, your phone has got a weird uh, area. Is this a cell phone? The number that came in on my phone, it's really weird. Is this a cell phone? Yeah. Uh, it's not a Florida number, huh? Yeah, it is. It is? Uh-huh. 386? What area code is that? In Flagler Beach. Oh. oh. I thought you looked closer to Jacksonville. No, kind of by Dayton and stuff. I'm, I don't know like how far I am from Jacksonville. Oh, uh, okay. But you live in Flagler Beach? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you lived in the interior. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Let us see how far it's away. No, that's not bad. It's an hour away. And he figures out it's about an hour away. So it's going to hit the road. Do you know for sure, like, what time you want to pick me up? Um, that's up to you. Like, if you're if you're going to skip or what, I can pick you up, whatever, because I, um, I have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off, and then I go on a few hours on Saturday, and then I have off on Sunday. So it's up to you. Okay, well, um, if you want to do it on a Friday, I don't know, maybe, like, at noon or something like that. Do it on Friday? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twelve would be fine. And I'll just leave here like around eleven. Okay. okay. So I need the actual address to get there. I just now thought of that because I just put in the damn city. Oh well, yeah, I'll give you my address when it's time okay. like tomorrow or whatever. Oh okay. You can tell how committed he was. After his arrest, he posts bail, bonds out, and remember, this occurred in December 2006, right before Christmas. In fact, we had video of the Flagler Beach Christmas parade that day. The police couldn't work earlier in the day because they had to man the parade. We didn't start the operation that day until later. But... Wagner, as I mentioned before, didn't learn his lesson when he was arrested in our state. Because he gets back online, meets another girl, 
and in May of 2007 gets arrested in that case for having sex with a 14-year-old girl. Now, he's facing all these charges from our sting, from the other arrest in Jacksonville. And so ultimately, he cuts a plea bargain. He pleads guilty to lewd and lascivious battery of a child, essentially raping a child, and tampering with a witness. And in March of 2009, Wagner gets seven years in prison, three years probation, and lifetime registration as a sex offender. He got five years in the Flagler case, but he got to serve that concurrently. During his time in the prison system, he starts putting together a blog. And I don't recall seeing this before. I mean, some of the other predators I've caught have done some writing from prison, talked about prison life, talked about how they got screwed over by the system. But in this case, it's really odd because he's pretending to be somebody else writing about David Wagner. And there's a whole dialogue in here. But in the whole blog tells a story of how David Wagner was seen by many to be this horrible predator, but in actuality was a nice guy who was turning his life around. And he writes about the trials and tribulations of being in prison. He claims in the blog that while many people are aware of the negative content that has been posted about David, that David has actually been misjudged that David has a high level of intelligence, character. And this writer, who is David, posing as somebody else, says, For various reasons, I cannot disclose how I came to know David, but I will share many accounts of incidents that involved him in the following paragraphs. It's almost like he's trying to reinvent himself. Now, obviously, once you get caught in a predator sting, it's going to be all over the Internet. And this is an apparent attempt to push down that bad news and create an image of David as being a guy who spent time in the military, had an honorable discharge, had been targeted because he had information about military crimes, detailed information about 9-11, trying to spin this whole conspiracy. And in fact, we did some digging. He's got some writings that have surfaced in what appears to be a victim's advocate blog, ex-inmate David Wagner, talking about his time in Sewanee Correctional Facility, how prisoners were mistreated there. Well, what about the children that he tried to mistreat in Ohio and twice in Florida? And that's just what we know of. So if he tried to do it in Ohio, got caught doing it in Flagler and still did it in Jacksonville, what else is out there? What else did David Wagner do? There's been no evidence that's surfaced about him assaulting other children, although you have to wonder, as I mentioned, based upon his history. He's become a bit of a conspiracy theorist. 
a sovereign citizen by some online accounts. One of those people who doesn't think they have to answer to our government. He's moved to Arizona and he occasionally uses not David Wagner, but another name. He took his mother's maiden name and he's in the state of Arizona now living. Again, as far as we can tell, he's not reoffended in Arizona. I reached out to that David Wagner, got a hold of his cell phone, and I left him a message. He didn't pick up. And within a matter of hours, he texted me back. And here's what he said. Hi, Chris. I have no desire to speak with you in any public form or capacity whatsoever. I don't really care for any additional negative publicity or even positive for that matter. I have no bitterness or ill will toward you by any means. I just don't see any point in continuing to communicate with you regarding any of this. I hope that you and those around you are safe, healthy, and happy. God bless and happy holidays. Well, you know, maybe that's an indication that he has turned his life around. Hard to tell. He certainly had enough time in prison to think about all this. I don't know what to make of the conspiracy theorist angle or the sovereign citizen angle. If that's made him more likely to turn his life around or, or less likely. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. But I can tell you this, that many of the predators I've caught are bitter, hateful, threatening to me when I reach out to them. And clearly, and I believe this is David who sent that text, is not. Here's something else interesting about the name David Wagner. In one of the recent predator investigations, you'll be able to see soon on my new crime streaming network, True Blue, along with a lot of other crime content. We're doing documentaries as well. One of the men we catch in mid-Michigan is also named David Wagner. No relation, absolutely not the same guy. But what are the odds? You'll learn all about that other David Wagner, who was an executive with a major manufacturing firm in suburban Detroit. Big job. Not anymore. We nicknamed him Good Deed Dave because he claimed he was just there to help a wayward girl. As you know, I like to hear from you. This week's question comes from Kevin in Minneapolis. Hi, Chris. This is Kevin in Minneapolis, perhaps better known by my online persona, abbreviated TTBFMC. <laughs> All joking aside, I did want to ask your thoughts on NBC seemingly distancing themselves from the original To Catch a Predator shows. For example, the NBC website used to have a wealth of transcripts and uncut videos from the stings on their website, all of which have since been taken down. In addition, for many years after the last sting was completed, the shows were rerun on MSNBC. That has since come to a halt. Now, I can understand the network wanting to explore new stories, but they've taken it a step further and are seemingly trying to erase the show from history. Thanks for your time. 
Kevin, that's an interesting question. And there's been a lot of speculation about that and as to whether or not NBC stopped having the material from all the Predator investigations on its websites because of the Bill Conrad suicide in Texas, a Predator who surfaced in that investigation. Remember, though, that we went on and did other investigations after that sad incident. And I really don't think that had anything to do with it. My take on it, having been there at the time, was that the cost of doing the Predator investigations had ballooned to a very big number. One of them came out to be like $600,000 plus just for one investigation. And a lot of people production-wise, were billing high numbers because there was so much competition in the middle of this. ABC tried to hire our production people away, the people who did the hidden cameras. They tried to hire perverted justice away. And so NBC bucked up to keep the Predator franchise with us with the people we used, perverted justice and the production team who did the hidden cameras. So it got very expensive. And I think what actually happened there was that they realized at NBC that they could rerun, recut, expand, do Predator Raw on MSNBC and make a lot of money without spending more money on new episodes. It became so popular and had such an intense following that when they would do a Predator Marathon on MSNBC, the ratings would go up like 51%, I remember specifically. Since then, GE sold NBC to Comcast, and I sensed that they didn't get the Predator franchise the way the previous network owners did. It made them nervous. It is what it is. We infiltrated the commission of a crime. We showed people in real time how predators prey on children. And we continue to do that. What's interesting, and you asked the question about why it's not on the NBC website anymore, I think they just decided to put newer material on there. But I can tell you this, when we did the Fairfield Connecticut Sting, which I shot independently, and it ended up on Crime Watch Daily, the syndicated crime show that I hosted and reported for and anchored for a couple of years, Warner Brothers, which owns the... Crime Watch Daily website continues to show the videos of the Fairfield episode and they continue to get, you know, millions and millions of views. And it's out there. We're on our third generation of followers now of the Predator franchise. And I see no end in sight when we roll out True Blue Thanksgiving Day. Actually, by the time you hear this episode, it'll be accessible the early stages of True Blue, he will be able to see the first eight episodes. And they're compelling. They're important. And as I've always said, our job is to take people inside a world as crime reporters they wouldn't normally see, hear things they wouldn't normally hear. Enterprising journalism takes you inside the commission of a crime. And that's what this does. And that's what we'll do with other topics. And within True Blue, our new crime news magazine, True Crime Nation. And as I've mentioned before, we'll have a number of other exclusive documentaries, investigative, enterprise, crime-related. You can check out the early stages of all this 
at watchtrueblue.com. As always, you can find me on Instagram at official Chris Hansen, Twitter at Chris Hansen. Make sure it's the real Chris Hansen now that you can buy blue checks. Apparently, a number of people can spend $8 or whatever it is to try to imitate me. So far, they've all been taken down. All over Facebook on Cameo is the holidays approach. It's often a popular gift. You can find me there. And as always, you can find me right here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.